The USFL Gambling Podcast Week Three Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet ten dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com/sgp. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. We're giving away $500 in our NFL draft props contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So go grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. SFL gambling podcast week three preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee <laughs> coming off a three and one week ATS flat flat uh, and on the over under so six and two overall that's called getting it done uh USFL style what week one I gave you away I gave away a thousand dollar lineup on my DFS USFL play you know we we drop a DFS show every single week for the USFL so check that episode out and I am joined by the DFS God himself give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew making Tobacco Road living, the free lock given. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. That's right. What's going on, man? And you know what? I might not have as good of an overall record, but I believe I'm 2 0 on my locks. So let's keep that rolling. There you go. That's getting it done right there. Tecmo Super Bowl style. Now, as we hop into, I mean, first off, I guess two weeks in, 
What do you make? Uh, you know, the recap show I do with Patty C. I thought the level of play got better from week uh Two, I mean, uh, from from week one to week two, I thought the the play got better within the league. Agreed. What'd you think of the matchups, with the exception of the Breakers just kicking the tar out of the Tampa <laughs> Bay Bandits? What'd you make of uh, week yeah. two? Yeah, I mean, the Breakers definitely at this point in the season, very early in, they seem like you know the best team in in the league. But overall, yeah, I think the offenses were sharper. You know, they were scoring more points. Things were clicking a bit more, as you would expect. You know, I think that's only going to get better here. So, yeah, I mean, we're, they still have attendance issues, I guess. But you know, if you if you listen to the folks you know that work for the league or the folks that work for Fox uh, Fox Sports, you know, they expected that. So that really, that is not a barometer of success, whether or not the stands are full, especially for Birmingham games. They have you know been packing the house p- pretty well. So uh, I think that will continue next year, you know, when the, when sites are, are in individual cities. So for now, I think on the viewer, it's a little weird watching a game with, I mean, I, I guess we should have got used to used to it during the uh, COVID season, but it's still weird where the fans are just, the stands are just empty. There's no fans there, Yeah, but no, uh, not, not uh, even cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that though, I think the football has been good, man. I think, you know, it's almost better than expected. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty pumped to, to see how the season goes. Cause I think it's only going to go up from here. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, we knew it, the ratings would take a dip from week one to week two. That's just natural in, in any of these startup leagues or any, really, I feel like any, even, even some of the other big leagues. Um, but at the same time, I mean, look, uh, this is a, they're, they're doing this in a bubble and the reality is you're not going to have that many Pittsburgh fans living in Birmingham, Alabama. You know what I mean? Or Philadelphia fans. And you know, it's not really a destination place either. And you know, these these teams don't have like built-in fan bases. This is year one. And have you seen airline prices lately? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Even if so, you were thinking of going, you're like, ah, let me wait till next year. I and I think it, it probably will help attendance at individual stadiums next year because I think if there are Pittsburgh fans, they're watching these games on TV. They're building, you know, their their allegiance to that team, and then once they have home games in their own city, they're probably more likely to go. Or so. maybe, or maybe they're waiting for the playoffs going to Canton. Yeah, you know, yeah, like sure. the, uh, I mean, that's a drive. Why get in an airplane right now? I mean, I was trying to go from L.A. to North Carolina, and that thing was like seven hundred dollars. And I'm not talking about like the week of. I'm talking about multiple weeks before. So why would you do that? doesn't make much sense. So people just need to get over the fact that, you know, this is, I don't know. It seems like people complain about it, but it's like what you, you couldn't have done anything else. You're planning it in the middle of a pandemic. It is what it is. And, exactly. uh, and exactly. I thought, not a big deal. And I saw Kirby, Kirby Wilson on outkick. Uh, once again, just describing that uh, pizza incident saying how ridiculous it was that the people thought that he, f- that he uh, had cut Davion Smith because of pizza or because so it- yeah. So how did that story get out? I mean, is that the USFL just saying any pub is good pub and they kind of pumped it out there? Well, I, it's that it's that documentary series which is done by NFL Films, but I'm sure you USFL had, you know, some sort of say in what's what's released and what's not, but mm-hmm. you know, and and Kirby Wilson addressed that. He said, "I understand you, you there was only like a 30-minute or hour-long documentary and they they didn't have the they didn't want to show every single thing. They've been sure. document so but he was like that was the third strike the day before uh, and he goes, it had nothing to do with food. You know, the guy was disrespecting, uh, you know, certain, he broke rules that I had instilled. And 
you know, and I think the guy Smith has, has come back and said, no, he hasn't. He wasn't aware of any rules. At the end of the day, who cares? I don't care about yeah. back and forth. Yeah. He's I not mean, there. Exactly. Other guys are move on. That's what I say. It's like, okay, well, well Kirby Wilson's the general general manager. There so he can go. cut whoever the fuck he wants. All Basically. right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I, I remember uh, not, not that long ago. I was at a, uh, I was at a bar and someone was some random guy next to me was explaining to to me how he got fired from Papa John's. And I said, what, what do I fucking care? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know who to take, whose side to take. I don't know who did right. And I don't give a shit. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Basically. So uh, anyway, uh, so here we are week three. Now this, unfortunately we don't have Friday games or Monday games. You know, we had a Monday night football game in week one. But uh, they did load us up on the Saturday slate. The game uh, out here on the West, one p.m., uh, four on the East, I believe, is the Bandits and the Gamblers, the Houston Gamblers uh, and the Tampa Bay Bandits. And this is interesting because the Bandits look like absolute dog shit, absolute dog shit against New Orleans. And I feel like we were kind of on to that. I feel like we thought they were a bit overrated with that Maulers game. For sure, that was fool's gold. I mean, yeah, yeah, they looked good in the opening quarter of that game. Other than that, neither of those teams looked very good. And it's, I think, it's being shown that the Maulers are, you know, the worst or one of the two worst teams in the league. So to just barely get by them and not look very impressive in the process, we thought last week, you know, against New Orleans, it might be tough. Uh, I wasn't expecting that kind of blowout. But uh, yeah, that was surprising. So and right now they're favored. They're they're laying a point here against Houston. I mean, I I think this is the first scenario where I think the wrong team is favored, right? I don't know because here's my problem. So Kenji Bahar is injured for the Gamblers. Clayton Thorson, he is he is the epitome of a lawn chair quarterback to me. I have zero faith in the Gamblers being able to throw the ball. Now running the ball, yeah. Mark Thompson, that dude's a fucking beast. I think he might be the best running back in the league, in my opinion. Um, I I think I gotta go bandits on the fact that yeah. I think they can they can move the ball better. I mean, they really haven't moved the ball. They didn't much at all last week against New Orleans, and then most of the game against Pittsburgh, you could argue they didn't move the ball that great either, uh, or at least they were moving the ball decently, but they weren't you know punching it in the end zone. They only scored seventeen that game, I believe. Um, you're right though. The Gamblers, I think. They have everything other than a quarterback. Um, Clayton Thorson threw three picks last week against Birmingham. Kenji Bahar got into the game. He didn't look good either. I think he only went one of six, and now he's maybe he's injured. So I, I think looking at Houston, I mean, the defense is is, is pretty damn good. Yeah, the, I mean that's uh, what did game. most of the scoring for them. I think what a pick six, and then they had another yeah. uh, uh, turnover in the in the red zone, I believe. If they just had adequate quarterback play, they might be up there with New Orleans as the top team. But um, yeah, you're right. You know, it's tough to 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 bet on them with the poor quarterback play they've uh, you know got so far. But I just think right now, I mean, Tampa is not what we expected from that Jordan Tamu led offense. Uh, you know, and then Brady White got into the game last week. Also, he also threw an interception. Um, yeah, they shut down Pittsburgh on defense week one, but that defense you could tell last week against New Orleans was definitely, definitely fool's gold. You know that they they are not that good. But you're going and from Slaughter to Clayton Thorson. Sure, sure. <laughs> you're going but from like the best. Who is the who do you, I actually think 
you can make a case. Josh Love of the Maulers, I thought looked much better in week two. Yeah. Um, I think you can make a case other than Shea Patterson that Clayton Thorson might be the worst quarterback in the league, starting quarterback that is. You know, I, I hate to say, I mean, you know, you're probably you're, you're probably right, but Jordan Tamu has not looked very good either. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we first half of the first game, he looked all right. I'd argue first quarter. Okay. <laughs> Maybe just opening drive. <laughs> I'm going uh, I'm going with your bandits, all right? You know, I, I hate to do it against, you know, my Tampa Bay Bandits, but um I'm not a believer right now. I'm going Houston. Houston has the better defense and the better run game. So, give me the gamblers. Mm, so I I'm riding with Tampa Bay. We come from down in Gator Country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called the Bandits. And we think our brand of ball is here to stay. And NC Nick saying, fuck you. Should be a doozy. What about the total at 38 and a half? Believe it or not, I'm going over. I'm going under. <laughs> Dude, uh, Tampa Bay scored 20 points so far in two games. And yeah, but Gambler scored what, 28 or what was that last week? 20, 20 something, right? Uh, what was it? Twenty-eight. They scored twenty-eight. Yeah, they, they what won twenty-eight, twenty-three. Uh, no, sorry, they they lost thirty-three, twenty-eight. Um, but I don't. You, you're just you're just saying how bad of a quarterback. But that, is. But that's. I mean, there's been a pick six almost every fucking game. <laughs> I feel like. Well, and Tamu has thrown a handful of interceptions already, so it's possible. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna go under, and I think I think let's just say first team to break twenty is gonna win. Um, both, both teams might end up only being in the teens. Give me the gamblers, the good defense and the under, how about the kickers bitching all week about the microchip in the football and then they play <laughs> and they suck all day. Yeah. And what's your excuse now? <laughs> you know, be careful what you wish for classic example of, you know, I'm all four leagues where you don't listen to the players. Cause they're going to bitch. You're gonna, They're going to find ways to bitch. Let's be honest. Um, all right. Well, the, the nightcap and they move this smart Smart job by the USFL, I thought. Um, flex scheduling, huh? Yeah, this was originally scheduled for Sunday. They move it. They put it on Fox primetime, 5 p.m. on the West, 8 p.m. on the East. The two undefeated teams in this league. There's two gigantic games this week. This is one of them to me, and this is the best one: the Birmingham Stallions against the New Orleans Breakers. And by the way, I mean. To, I know they've, they've got some losses now, the college coaches, but that was against other college coaches. I still believe that they are undefeated. The college coaches are against NFL coaches. Well, it's not even some losses. It's one loss. It's it's Kevin Sumlin and the gamblers being one and one. Well, I mean, Birmingham and new Orleans are both two and oh, yeah. I mean, you could make the case, Mike Riley, you know, uh, took down, I I get it. He's the furthest distant uh, college coach. But he did take down Jeff Fisher. So basically, Jeff Fisher hasn't hasn't been a head coach in college football. Kirby Wilson hasn't been a head coach in college football, and uh, Todd Haley hasn't been a head coach in college football. The, the way I define it is, I think there's three college coaches because they've only strictly coached college. So I don't include Mike Riley in that group because he has so, so much experience at so, much, so many different levels. He's in the in the category with Bart Andrus, and then Jeff Fisher. And uh, Kirby Wilson or the NFL category. Is that all eight coaches? Am I 
Yeah, I, I believe you got it right. all of them. Skip Holtz, and then uh, yeah, you got the three so that's, college that's coaches. Yeah, three, two, and two. That's seven. Who am I forgetting? You got Fisher. You got Kirby Wilson. You got Todd oh, Haley. Oh, Todd Haley yeah. is 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 he's in the NFL group also. Yeah, so there's yeah. basically I say three NFL coaches, three college coaches, two everything coaches. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and and yes, right now the college coaches. Are um, undefeated against the non-college coaches. Yeah, yeah. The only exactly. loss coming against you know that that um, Houston game where they lost to another college coach. But less than a score too. So uh, Stallions, Breakers, NC Nick, the game of the week. Uh, New Orleans a three and a half point favorite. The totals at forty four and a half. Slaughter Saturdays or Sundays have been fucking dynamic. He's I think he's the best quarterback in the league. I think. I mean, I made this case on the show with Patty C. I, he is be- I, I You don't need to tell me this. He is better than a lot of NFL quarterbacks. Now, I'm not saying starting quarterbacks. Look, the NFL has that classic thing, and I think I explained this to to on on the on the reaction pod. That's like the NBA, where like the 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 twelfth man on the bench is Herb Williams. You know, like at 41 years old. And just because he's friends with the starting quarterback and communicates right, the signals right. well, Kyle Slaughter is better than Mason Rudolph, folks. Kyle Slaughter, yes, he belongs in the NFL. It's really it's all about timing and fit. You know, you have to be with the right team that needs a guy. You know, so hey, keep on proving it, Kyle Slaughter. And you know, in the fall, J- maybe Jason, he is J- on a roster. I mean, Jason Garrett mentioned that he goes. When I was with the Giants and the Cowboys, you'd always look at the preseason stats and you'd be like, "This dude Slaughter." At the time, he was with the Vikings, I believe. Yeah, but he was like, yeah. he, he would lead the league in preseason every year, and you're like, "This guy's good. He's good." Give that man a chance, <laughs> and and he's he's definitely you know leading up the best offense in the USFL right now. Uh, obviously, two, they're two and zero. They look by far like the best team, and uh, you're right. He's probably playing the best ball out of all the quarterbacks as well. And then you have Jamar Smith, who's been a great story as well. MVP candidate, player of the week, week one. He's been in Skip Holtz's offense for like six years. Um, so the familiarity paying off there, just like Slaughter, who was recruited by Larry Fedora at Southern Miss. That's right. Um, I, I'm I'm curious on 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 what your angle is here and who your lean is. Well, the crowd's gonna be with the Stallions. And Definitely. to me, the Breakers coming in off that blowout. I think they're probably feeling a little good for the, uh, you know, Hey, we're the breakers. We're the best team in the league. Little I'm, on down the, city. I'm on the stallions plus the three and a half. I it, completely agree. There's something about this Birmingham team. They haven't looked the most impressive. Their defense is not that great, but there, there's something almost magical about them so far. Cause they've been in two very entertaining games. I think two comebacks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's something about it, man. There's a, a will to win. And uh, you know, at home with the crowd getting three and a half, I don't know if they're going to win straight up, but I do expect a good game. I think it is kind of a letdown for New Orleans coming off that big, you know, thirty-one point win. It's not going to be blowout city again. Give me the three and a half all day with the Stallions. Give me the three and a half. I'm going to sprinkle some on the money line. There you go. Um, because from a motivational side, I feel like Stallions getting disrespected. They got the home crowd. Exactly. Uh, the over unders at 44 and a half. I'm going over on this one over. Uh, yep. I'm with you here. Uh, yeah. I think, um, you know, any game that Birmingham is in now seems to be kind of shootout ish. And uh, we just saw what um, new Orleans can do offensively as well. So yeah, I'm on the over. I think both teams are at least in the twenties. There we go. So that is Saturday's action right there. 
breakers and uh, stallions. That's an awesome game. Uh, all right, folks. I want to tell you that the the uh, the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on WinBet's uh, ten dollars to win two hundred dollar promotion, where a ten dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Come on now. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download WinBet, uh, the WinBet app, or go, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions apply. At WinBet.com must be 21 or older in present state where you play with a WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Yes, it's a hectic time of year between weddings, graduations, the USFL kicking off, and more. And we're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice cold Coors light because you deserve a beer. That's literally made to chill. All right. I can tell you when I ever, when I need a second for myself, I always reach for the beer that's made to chill with Coors light, get Coors light delivered straight to your door via drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslightcom slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I also want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. You're probably wondering, hey, what is this stuff, Colby? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and, ad- and adaptogens to help start your day right, essentially. This special blend of ingredients it supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus and aging and all those things. All right. To make it easy, athletic greens is giving away uh, uh, one. So for one year, you'll get a free supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreenscom slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that uh, browsing online using an incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we use IP Vanish VPN over at God's Eye. So check us out and check them out. Uh, go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promotional code SGP to claim 70% off your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. I mean that, that you gotta do that. Don't be a bozo. We also are brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the prop swap app today. All right. Now it moves over to Sunday, my friend. And Sunday, I actually am going to make a case that this is the second most important game of the week. <laughs> it is at 11:30 a.m. It's the 0 and 2 versus 0 and 2 battle. Yes, the, the donut battle here, the toilet bowl. If you go 0 and 3 and there's only a, a 10 a 10 week schedule, I mean, you're really getting behind the eight ball pretty bad. So you're right. This is an important game. Uh, this this is the if the my the way I see it, Stallions Breakers number one, Maulers Panthers number two. As far as most important games, um, and and then I'll tell you the truth. Number three would probably be the game the Bandits Gamblers because they're in the Southern Division and one team is going to be three and zero. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, on USA Network, eleven thirty a.m. on the West, two thirty on the East. The Pittsburgh Maulers against the uh, Michigan Panthers. I mean, this is one. <laughs> this is one. Michigan's a two and a half point favorite. The total's thirty nine and a half. Call me crazy. Wrong team's favorite. Josh Love and Bailey Gaither and and Trey Walker. They seem to uh, figure some things out. Once Love got that full-on starting job from Loletta, I kind of, I kind of think the Maulers were the most improved team last week. Yeah, and I think Kirby Wilson realized he needs to open things up a little bit too. I mean, I'm not a Kirby Wilson guy, but I think the Maulers did find something with Josh Love throwing for 236 and a couple touchdowns. He does have that rapport with Belly Gaither. He went, he caught what uh, for 117 yards and a touchdown last week. And you know, they can also run the ball with Groshek and London. So if this offense can be multifaceted and balance, I think they could do some damage certainly enough to outscore the Panthers. So uh, again, we're lockstep here. I do like uh, the Maulers and uh, I think, yeah, I, I, you're right. The wrong team is favored. They're the better team right now. We saw that in week two, the Panthers offensive lines awful. Their pass blocking is awful. Shea Patterson holds on to the ball late. They get no separation uh, from a receiver standpoint. The team, uh, the, the Maulers' defense, I think, is better than the Panthers. And the Panthers' defense is all right, but the Maulers' defense been playing good. Yeah, I mean, they gave up thirty to uh, Philadelphia last week. You know, but Brian Scott, the quarterback from Philly, was just really on a, on a roll there. You know, and I don't think uh, Michigan can have that same kind of. Uh, effectiveness against the Maulers here. So I, I do think their defense is slightly better. And I think this is an offense that is starting to get things into gear. Some, I think it's, it's pr- pretty funny. If Jeff Fisher goes zero and three, obviously the coach with the biggest name. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so uh, here we are. Uh, we, uh, I'm on the Maulers plus two and a half. I'm I'm all I'm on the money line play there. I'm taking the Maulers on the money line, and then the totals at thirty nine and a half. I lean under here. <laughs> same here, same here. You know, I, I think, um, like I said, I mean, I, I like what I saw from the Michigan offense improving. I think they could potentially be in the twenties, but this game could be like you know twenty to fourteen or something like that. So uh, yeah, give me the under as well. There we go. Okay, and then Sunday night, five p.m. on Peacock. That that's tough. That's tough there because I don't know how many people have just Peacock. I do. Okay, I do too. <laughs> but I'm saying uh, the New Jersey Generals and the Philadelphia Stars. The winner will have first place in the North. This is at five five p.m. on the West, eight o'clock on the East. Philly is a one point favorite. The totals at forty and a half. And I'll be honest here. I think out of all four games, the one I have, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I I think the stars have, uh, have been the better team thus far, but I also think the generals could beat them because I think I honestly think Mike Riley's messing up by playing the two quarterbacks so much. Deandre Johnson is better than Luis Perez. And he, he has an element to his game that in, in a league like this, I think could make him really, really good. Yeah. yeah Luis, Luis Perez has not impressed whatsoever. So I think you have to give Johnson a shot to be the main guy and the only guy. I mean, to me, he's one of the more dynamic players in the whole league. Yeah. Like, but really, I mean, if we're talking about quarterbacks here, the big question is Brian Scott's health. Uh, obviously he, he's questionable right now. He did not practice Wednesday with a knee issue. 
This is why the line dropped from minus two and a half to minus one. I think if he plays, Philly wins. Uh, you know, when he's healthy right now, I mean, arguably Philadelphia might be the second best team behind New Orleans. Uh, they had the, the the nice win last week over Pittsburgh, and then you know that opening week, the twenty three seventeen loss to the Breakers does not look too bad, given the Breakers how they looked last week. So, but, but let me make a point. I know the Generals didn't light it on fire against the Panthers, but I thought the Generals were better than the Stallions. I thought the Stallions stole that game in the first game of the season. Generals couldn't make a field goal. I thought they've been even that the Panthers win last week. I thought they they were too cute. They kept doing two quarterbacks too much. I I think like it's every possession two yeah. plays for Perez, two plays for Johnson. Uh, it hurts the chemistry, and I think it's going to be what cost them. But I think if they choose one here, I I like the way the Generals run the ball. I think their defense is good, so it would not shock me one bit if the Generals won this game. This is the hardest game to handicap on the whole slate. I agree. I mean, especially with the the potential injury. I mean, first off, I like this game. It's New Jersey, Philly. They're not far apart, you know, once they're playing in their home cities. So I think this is going to be a rivalry moving forward. You know, the fan bases don't like each other, you know, whether it's, you know, NFL or NBA or whatever, baseball, you know, uh, these two fan bases have rivalries. So it's going to be fun. But uh, for me, the question is like, I'm, I think Brian Scott's going to play. So do you bet now at minus one, or if you wait and if the news comes out that he is playing, you might see that line come back up to minus two and a half or something. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you may, you make a good point. Uh, I'm on, I'm on the Wednesday. I'm sorry. You you broke up there for a little bit. I said actually both quarterbacks did not practice on Wednesday and are questionable. So and you know it's kind of hard to get information out of the the uh, USFL. It's obviously not as covered as the NFL. But I'm leaning on Scott playing. Therefore, I'm going to take Philly. I'll lay the point. I'm taking I'm, I'm taking Philly too minus one. But it's the game I trust least. But the totals at forty and a half. I lean over. I'm with you there again. I, I think we've agreed on all but one over under. Um, but yeah, I think these both these of these offenses can do enough to. And I think like we said when we start when we when we open this pod. The offenses are improving. The uh, the relationships between the quarterbacks and re- and receivers are getting on the same page. We're seeing more offense, and I think both these teams will probably be in the twenties. Therefore, give me the over in Philly. So the only game we differed on was Bandits Gamblers. Uh, we shall see. That's the first game to kick off Saturday. And remember, folks, there are those who say that the fun has gone out of football, that it's become too predictable. For them, let me present 30 seconds of football, USFL style. The USFL, where football is still a game. It's still a game, and we got you covered on the USFL Gambling Podcast. Where look, these are not predictable. All right, I might just went three and one ATS because Dundee knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> but I mean, who knows what's going to happen? This, this is, is f- my most confident week so far. I, I feel pretty good about all four games. And to be honest with you, week one, I mean, week one, nobody really knew what the hell was going on. Uh, and, and week two, I still wasn't sure on a couple of games. I thought a couple of games are really tough to pick last week, but I'm feeling pretty good with these. It's kind of hard to pick my lock. So, so you go first. What's your, what's your lock? My lock is going to be, I think uh, <laughs> I'm on the Mullers. The Mullers are going to win that game. Yeah, I think for me it's either got to be the Maulers or Birmingham. For the sake of a difference, give me Birmingham. And uh, I saw on Tally Sites actually up to four. 
So, you know, maybe three and a half, some places four, some places, but either way, give me the points with the stallions, lock it up. I'm on the Maulers. And I think if I had to choose a second one, it would be the Tampa Bay bandits. Oh, well, my second one would be the Maulers. So uh, we both feel pretty strongly on Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, who, if you had to take an outright dog, would you go stallions or Maulers? Which one do you feel better about? Or gamblers? Well, yeah, you're on the gamblers too. I'm not, but yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no Maulers. Yeah. Maulers the right answer. Um, m- mostly because I think Birmingham can cover and lose and it's hard to go up against the team that looks, you know, the best in the league in New Orleans. So give me Maulers. If you had to give an MVP today, who would you give it to? I think Jamar Smith. Yeah, coming off the bench, rallying yeah, the troops. I, I think Slaughter just had a decent week one. You know, his his week two, he really opened it up. He, he I mean, he'd probably be second right now. But uh, yeah, Jamar Smith. There you go. You heard it here first. I would go with uh, Jamar Smith or Slaughter. I think those are going to be your top two. After that, maybe Brian Scott. Um, but yeah, all right, folks. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. We're on Twitter at USFL Gambling. Uh, also subscribe to all the other great content, NFL draft. We just had a ton of content. So subscribe to the sports gambling podcast and the college football experience. As we talk college football year round over there. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience and college baseball experience. If you like any of those college sports, we got you covered. And also we got you covered with a slew of our podcasts, NHL gambling podcast, NBA gambling podcast, uh, fantasy football podcast, uh, where you'll have our DFS episodes out there. Um, you, you go on and on and on golf gambling podcast. I know they're in Mexico this weekend. So we got it all. Check it out. Um, the golfers or the podcast, <laughs> uh, the, the golfers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got it all. Um, uh, get the SGPN app. It's free in the app store and Google play store. And uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, let's do this damn thing. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And yes, let's enjoy another great week of USFL action. All right, folks, this is the USFL gambling podcast week three previews and pick style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from an undone under.